Welcome to 321 iRelaunch, the podcast where we discuss return to work strategies, advice, and success stories. I'm Carol Fishman Cohen, CEO and co founder of iRelaunch, and your host. Today, we're focusing on relaunchers who have been back in the workforce for longer periods in order to understand their career paths once they relaunch. And there's no better example of this than Kita Young. Kita serves as Senior Director of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion at sports tech entertainment company, FanDuel. In this role, she's responsible for developing and leading FanDuel's DEI strategy. Kita joined FanDuel from JP Morgan Chase, where she was an attorney in the legal department and was actively involved in JPMC's DEI efforts, that's diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts, over her eight years with the firm. Kita relaunched her career through JP Morgan Chase's career reentry program called Reentry in 2014 after an 11 year career break, during which time she founded and ran a successful children's consignment boutique. And prior to her career break, Kita practiced employment law for six years. Kita, welcome and thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Well, it's thrilling uh, for, for us to see your career progression over time. And I'm so happy that we have the opportunity to talk about it. And I really wanna spend most of our time talking about your career progression since the time of your relaunch um, when you started in 2014 at, at JP Morgan Chase. Uh, can you talk about uh, that first, those, those first couple of years um, when you started there and how you started and, and what you were doing? Sure, so um, 2014, really, it's probably the year before 2014. Um, my youngest, I have three children, um, a practicing lawyer for, for years, had my first child and thought that I'd stay home maybe one year. Well, one year turned into 11 years and three children uh, later. So um, maybe when my daughter, my youngest was around two, I was kind of itching thinking, I think I want to get back into the workforce full time. I had ran a children's consignment store, like you said, but mm-hmm. I wanted something more. Um, so I had heard about this reentry program at J.P. Morgan Chase. Um, ended up, I remember going to like an introductory session where they were explaining the program and there had to be hundreds of women mm-hmm. in this room. And I remember thinking, I remember them getting on stage. They said, we're gonna hire five people. And I was thinking, I'm never going to get this. (laughs) Like, I'm never going to get this, you know, that self-doubt. Right. Um, But I ended up getting the re-entry in the re-entry program. And even then thinking, I said to my mom, like, I need you to come up from Philadelphia and be Kita for 11 weeks Mm because I'm going to be coming back home after 11 weeks. Mm -hmm. Well, halfway through the program, they said to me, listen, we think you're great. We'd love you to come back full time. Um, So I ended up coming to J.P. Morgan Chase. Um, through the reentry program. So I was one of the inaugural uh, participants in the legal department's reentry program. And, you know, interesting, I had been practicing employment law before I took my, my break and thought that I was going to go into the employment section in the legal department. Mm-hmm. But I ended up, they said to me, we, we've tapped you for another department, the root cause analysis department. And I remember thinking, 
well, I, I, don't, I don't know anything about this. Like, why would you put me in this department? But it was probably the best thing that ever happened to me. Mm-hmm. It was a new department that just got started. They were really looking for like talent to kind of bring this group off the ground. And I was selected to do that. So I ended up going to the root cause analysis department, practicing law, um, really helping JP Morgan look at um, risks essentially, essentially that was associated with customer complaints, legal, reputational, and legal risks. Oh, so I had that. It was great. Mm. Ended up serving um, in, in that department for two years um, and really enjoyed it. It was something new, something that I had never done before, but it really gave me exposure to the company that I that I probably wouldn't have gotten if I had gone to like into the HR department. Yeah. Um, got to meet senior leaders and it really was the launch of my career at J.P. Morgan Chase. So um those early years, you know, people always ask me, how was it, you know, coming from 11 years off into the legal department at J.P. Morgan Chase, had no financial background before, you know, I was at a law firm, mm-hmm. um, but I hadn't worked in the financial industry, but, you know, all I really kind of utilized the skill sets that I had developed in law school. I ran a business, so I, I, I kind of mm-hmm. understood, like, my skill sets around Excel and PowerPoint. I was actively involved in my kids' school, doing all running this auction, running that, you know, event at the school. So I kept yeah. my skill sets ready. So what actually when I went into JP Morgan, I really had to learn a new area, but I I really leaned on the skill sets that I had developed, one, when I was practicing law, and two, the things that I had learned and experienced during my time off, which I think made me successful. I didn't grow up in J.P. Morgan Chase. I, I wasn't like homegrown, but I bought a different perspective that I think they respected and honored and valued, really, um, that I had, you know, gained over the years. You you are encapsulating so much of why career reentry programs ex- exist in the first place with everything that you just said. Um, I, I want to point out uh, that, first of all, you said you didn't have a finance background per se. I mean, you had a legal background. Of course, you're going to the legal area of a finance company. Uh, but still, uh, sometimes people just assume that you have to have that finance background to be working in a financial institution. So that's really important. The broad perspective and new and new perspective that you you brought, uh, all of that uh, is is fundamental to why career reentry programs are started in the first place. And J.P. Morgan Chase's program is one of the oldest programs. Uh, and so um, you're such a testament to to that program, also because of the eight years that you spent there. So after the um, initial and part where I didn't know that that's the area of law that you were in the root cause department. It's interesting. I have to, I have to research that myself now. Um, but you then pivoted more into a diversity area. And I wanted to know, how did that come about? Did they suggest it? Did you suggest it? And, and what happened during your time in that part of the organization? That was interesting. When I came to JP Morgan, I was practicing law in the legal department, but I was also involved, very much involved in the diversity efforts in the legal department. So that was kind of like my second job that I actually wasn't getting paid for because I was, you know, a lawyer practicing. But I've always had a passion for diversity, right? And JP Morgan had a robust legal diversity committee and I was actively mm-hmm. involved. So I guess after 
um, you know, two years of being in the legal department, there was a new diversity strategy that Jamie Dimon said that he was implementing called Advancing Black Leaders. Mm-hmm. And this was a, a strategy that had a department, it had a head, it was like funded. It was someone's job to actually look at a strategy, develop a strategy around the Black employees at JPMorgan Chase. And so it's funny, I was networking, meeting a lot of different people. I had met a lot of people in the diversity space and I met uh, a woman who was tapped to be the head of that group, Advancing Black Mm -hmm. Leader. And she and I started talking and she was like, why don't you come and be my program manager and help me develop this strategy around advancing Black leaders? So, you know, so many opportunities open up to you that you don't even realize how they come about and how important they are. And I remember speaking to one of my mentors at JP Morgan, who's head of the consumer and community banking. And I was telling him about I've been offered this position to come leave the legal department, go into HR, work with this fabulous woman on this global strategy. And you know what he said to me? He said, Keita, you will always be a lawyer. Mm -hmm. We hired you after 11 years of not practicing law and being a stay-at-home mom, opening up a business. If you want to go and work in HR, go do it. You can always come back. And that to me just like, was like a light bulb went off. I was like, He's right. this is my passion. This is what I want to do. So I ended up going over. And that's why I really learned about developing a strategy, a, a global diversity strategy about attracting, hiring, retaining, and developing. Mm. Um, and it was a wonderful experience. I was there. I was, you know, for the first time, I got to look at the company from a global perspective outside of legal. It really opened up so many doors in terms of understanding the HR aspect of a company, which I wasn't too familiar with at all working in legal. Um, and that's how I ended up in fully immersed in um, diversity, equity, inclusion. And I had that opportunity. Wow. Okay. So again, so many things that you're mentioning. First of all, you had a mentor. And was this person um, a mentor who you started out with when you were as part of the reentry program or someone who you developed a relationship with over time? Because boy, did they give you a a really important perspective at this pivotal moment. Yeah, and you know, it's funny because JP Morgan, um, they assigned us to mentors and I had a fabulous mentor who was wonderful. But I, the person I'm talking about was probably more like a sponsor. He was head mm-hmm. of the community. Yeah, very senior person. Senior person who had actually taken an interest in me and was kind of like someone that I could bounce ideas off of, was very interested in my career and who I was as a person. Um, so I was just talking to him about it, you know, and that's what you yeah. do. You network, you meet people, you yeah. get a, you know, a, a, a group of people who guide you through your career. And he was one of them. Um, so mm-hmm. it was really important to me. And I'll never forget that. I mean, it was because of him that I said, you know what, I, I'm going to go do this. Like, mm-hmm. of course I could do this. So I ended up leaving the legal department and went to, into HR. Yeah. And I guess that's the other thing is um, you said, you know, opportunities open up kind of when you're not exactly looking for them. And I'm hearing you say, you know, you you ended up knowing this person who ended up with this really important role um, for the Advancing Black Leaders program. I guess 
the important role, head of it. Um, and that conversation or knowing that person led to this opportunity. Something you, it wasn't like you were strategizing or trying to position yourself. It was just happening. Yeah, it was just happening. And I think I've always known that I've had a liking for diversity, right? And so I would always talk to people about it, about what I was doing in the legal department and how it was a passion of mine and meeting people. And when they when they started this group, this office, I was so intrigued by it. So I just started talking to people about it, like, wow, they, you know, they're funding a whole office that's focused on Black people and you know, strategy around that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, And that's how it just, just started talking. And that's how I ended up having this wonderful opportunity. Wow. Okay. So can you talk to us a little bit about how long you um, were in that role and then this more senior role you moved into after that and maybe bring us through how that part of uh, part of it happened. So I was there for a little over two years and then again, meeting people, right? And just talking and networking and, and building relationships, which I think are really, really important. Mm-hmm. I met a woman who was who was in the legal department of J.P. Morgan Chase. And now when I left, I will tell you, you know, everyone said, you could always come back, Kitty. You can always come back to legal. Um, So I had done this great work for two years, helped with the strategy. It was really fabulous, met wonderful people. And someone said to me, I was out, I think having coffee with someone um, in the legal department. So why don't you come back to legal, but be on the operational side this time, Kita. Mm. We look at you as a relationship builder, right? That you develop relationships. We need someone to serve in a role that's head of our outside counsel engagement efforts, which essentially serves as a relationship manager between J.P. Morgan Chase and our outside counsel law firms. Now they said, this is relationship management is a piece of it. There's also another piece of the the rate negotiations, but there's also a third piece that will interest you, diversity and leading the legal department strategy around the use of diverse counsel. So Mm. diversity was involved. It It was also a greater platform. I ended up going back in the legal department, but on the operational side, and that's what I did for, um, got almost three, three years, almost four years, almost four years I was there in that, um, which was, was also great. So ended up, you know, leveraging my legal background, career, knowing law firms, knowing, you know, lawyers, how they operate. Also leveraging what I had learned when I was in HR with the, from the diversity aspect, and then also taking on a new area of the rate negotiations, which I had never done before, but that was all like a platform that was larger, a bigger, bigger platform. And I went back into legal and, and, and I did that for a couple of years. It's so interesting. It's like the worlds collided. And then you had this role that um, had this big overlap uh, between the two. And I think that that role was because I was looking at your LinkedIn profile, global head of outside counsel engagement, and you had relationships or managed the relationships of like 800 law firms. Well, well, we have over 800 law firms in our inventory. So I was, you know, I was literally the relationship manager between JP Morgan Chase and our outside counsel law firms, which are over 800 law firms. Mm -hmm. Um, So in that role, I was the point of contact really between JP Morgan and our outside counsel law firms and dealing with any issues, concerns, you know, celebrations, whatever that relationship entailed was mm-hmm. a part of my, my, my remit. 
Okay, so um, I'm just thinking about this from the perspective of our audience who might be watching where people are already relaunched and they're thinking about how do I manage, how do I navigate my career now that I'm relaunched? Um, and they're listening to you talk about how these these different, you know, how this path was formed as, as you moved up. And I want to now focus on the part where you had um, spent almost eight years at J.P. Morgan Chase. You made this big career switch to a completely different company, now returning to the diversity space. And I want to know if you can talk to us about how that happened. Yeah. So like I said, you know, there's a common theme here, right, that I, I've always had this passion for diversity. And I did think at at a point in time that I wanted to be head of a diversity, equity, and inclusion group leading the efforts for a company. So, you know, at JP Morgan and had really been there that, you know, they, they're, they're, they're special to me because they, they gave me my heart, right? But yeah. now it was time really to fly. Mm-hmm. And really do um, what I wanted to do full time in a position um, where I was leading the efforts, right? Establishing a strategy, taking all the learnings that I had gotten from JP Morgan and really taking it to another level at another company. So, you know, interesting. Um, you know, one day I'm just sitting on the couch thinking about like, what's my next step? What am I going to do? I think a lot of the things before my past, they've actually kind of came to me mm-hmm. being proactive in yeah. trying to go and figure out, but I knew I was like, I, I I can do this. I know that I have lots of talents and, and good ideas and can lead a strategy and develop a strategy. So I just happened to be looking on LinkedIn and FanDuel had just, you know, I believe in 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 fate, and I think that they had just posted, or I, I saw it for the first time, and I ended up applying, and I, you know, I sent in my my resume, and um, you know, a couple months later, here I am, you know, chief diversity officer, um, at FanDuel, and you know, oftentimes, one a wonderful company that is up and coming, brand new. Um, you know, it's no longer in the startup stages. I think we're, we're moving out of the, we're moving out of the startup stage, but it's just a very good match for me and my personality and what I can bring and the culture and the environment. You know, our CEO, Amy Howe is a woman and she yeah. just phenomenal and great. I have a wonderful boss, the chief people officer who immediately, I think our interview was supposed to be a half an hour, ended up being like almost an hour and a half. There was such such synergy between us um, Mm -hmm. and her leadership team. It was just a natural fit. Um, But I pinch myself every day thinking, you know, I think about eight years ago, you know, I was a stay-at-home mother with three kids and now I am in an executive position with a wonderful company, with a wonderful platform that we know that we're gonna do groundbreaking things in this industry around diversity. Yeah, there's so many many topics I wanna talk about uh, based on your answer there. So first of all, how unusual is it to see an opening on LinkedIn or somewhere and apply and then 
move forward in the process and get hired. So I'm assuming you didn't know anyone at the company and you just, I don't know how that happened. So, you know, it's interesting. I did know, a, I, I knew some people who had left JP Morgan who had gone there. And after I applied, I, you know, I reached out and said, oh, okay. You know, like, yeah, but, you know, good. but, but I, but I think that they very much kept them out of the process in terms mm-hmm. of like, you know, because I, I know, and, you know, speaking to Amy, you know, after I get an offer, you know, she said, Kita, this was a very critical role that we were trying to fill and it needed to be the right person and that person, right? It took us a while to find you, but once we did, we knew it was you, right? And I felt the same way about this company. Every day I walk in and I just have a pep in my step because it's just such a nice match and synergy between us that I think, you know, the company can feel it. I can feel it. And I think it's been, it's been a very good, good match. Yeah. Well, I can feel it too, just by the way you're you're talking about it. And I'm also thinking when you're talking about the stage that the company's at, and you're the first person to be in this role, that you really have this opportunity to set strategy and for, for the long term. like it's it's a really big deal. That's, that's, um, what really excites me about this is that it's like a blank slate, right? They're coming in and they're like, you know, I've only been here four weeks now, but it's, it's been like a, like a a listening session, learning the culture, learning the people, what's, what they've done. They have done some like grassroots efforts, but they're really like looking for someone to define the strategy, really implement something that is really sustainable that will be, you know, long-term for the company. So I'd, I'd love that I, you know, I've, I've been given that opportunity. And I think also too, like one of my, one of the things that, and no one's told me this, and this is just all my own saying this, like right. I wasn't, I, I came with a different perspective. I wasn't the traditional chief diversity officer that's gone from place to place to place. I was someone who was in diversity for two years and developed this, you know, helped develop as a strategy. And then I was in the legal department and I've done employment law and I've done, you know, I've worked with leading the legal department strategy around outside council engagement and all of that together has made me right for what's happening right now at Vandal, which I think is exciting. Yeah, really exciting. So what was it like when you were leaving J.P. Morgan Chase to take this job and how was the send off and and what sort of what were some of those dynamics? Yeah, I mean, listen, it was, I, you know, this is funny, the last day when I was in the office, there was nobody there. It was a Friday and it was the last day. And I remember getting really misty eyed. I mean, they had a celebration, they had a party for me, you know, Stacey Freeman was fabulous, you know, in terms of like, you know, Kita, you know, I'm sending you off. And, you know, she's talking to me about JP Morgan's strategy. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was, it's like a, they're kind of like, we know she's got to go and do this. It's her time right now, right? This is it. Um, it was really right. great, and I and I remember the, the like I was sitting in my office, and a good friend of mine from LA just happened to call me, and I said, "God, I just needed a friend right now because mm-hmm. it was a little bittersweet leaving. I'm right, re- I was ready to go, but I'm leaving someplace mm-hmm. where I always have will have allegiance to. They gave me my start after yeah. that. I remember sitting." And this, I'm going back a little bit when I was a stay-at-home mom and I was saying to my husband, I, you know, I think I want to go back to work. And I was like, I think I'm going to apply 
to like help out in the library <laughs> around the corner from my house. I mean, like, I was like, no one's going to hire me. I mean, that's what I was thinking. I was like, you know, what kind of job am I going to get? And now eight years later, I'm like, yeah. it's fabulous. And the thing is, you know, I, I don't doubt my qualifications. I don't doubt that I could do this job, that I'm going to kill it. I'm, you know, I'm going to do a great job, but it's like, when you're in that state, when you're at home and, or you're taking care of a family member yeah. or you're not in the workforce, you're, you're kind of like, who's going to do it? But programs like, you know, I relaunch re-entry and just companies that value those that have left the workforce and can bring a perspective, a new, fresh, energizing perspective are really those companies that are going to get a value add to, you know, any other person that they would have hired, you know, for a position. So. Yeah, for sure. Wow. Well, I'm getting chills just here at thinking about it, thinking about your whole, the whole arc of your career at JP Morgan Chase and how I, I can see why they might've said that about you. Like, this is your time and, you know, you've grown up through here. They, you, they're the home of your relaunch. I mean, all, all of those things um, together, really moving. So, Kita, as we're wrapping up, I there are a couple of questions I want to ask you. One is that your career path is such a model for other relaunchers who are trying to navigate their careers um, post-relaunch. And I want to know if you have any advice for them um, in navigating this process. One, I would say get rid of the self-doubt. Mm-hmm. I know it's there. I had it. I remember thinking no one's ever going to hire me. <laughs> like, well, how am I going to ever get back? And I have people say that to me, like, how are you going to take 11 years off and then go back to work, right? And who's yep. going to hire you? Keep your skill sets up. You know, I was very active in my kids' school. I was very active in an organization called Jack and Jill of America. I started a chapter. Mm-hmm. I was president. I was vice president. So, uh, you know, all those leadership skills that had um I needed to develop or enhance. I I I was able to, um, and you know, work on them in these different organizations that I wasn't getting paid for, but that I was actually involved um, immensely in. I would also say, um, make sure you're networking with people. You never know, like where an opportunity is going to to land just by talking to people, finding out what they do finding out what your passions are and just try to get involved, even if it's from a volunteer standpoint, right? You just mm-hmm. never know what could lead to something else. That's what I've learned in my career, just by talking to people, telling yeah. them what, like what I don't like, you know, even the reentry program, you know, someone actually told me about it because I was like, I'm thinking about going back to work and they worked at JP Morgan. They're like, hey, we're doing this reentry program. That's how it just got started, right? Um, and then also, like, even when I was at J.P. Morgan, I remember, and even now, you know, I'm proud of the fact that I relaunched and that I took time off. Like, I, I'm not embarrassed. It's not something that I don't talk about. It's a part of my story, and that's who I am, and I'm proud of it. So I think celebrate that. It makes you unique, right, from other people, and then. Also, like, I think one of the things I, when I was trying to get back into the workforce, one of the things I really tried to do, like, you have to have a story, I think. Yeah, 
And you have to be able to say it in a way that people hear you, believe you, and really want to advocate for you. And my story was, I practiced law. I took time off. I started a business. I didn't own a business before. I didn't know anything about owning a business, but I did it. Mm -hmm. And it was successful, right? I went back to work through the reentry program at J.P. Morgan Chase in root cause analysis. No idea. I didn't even know what that was, right? right? But like, like I, it, it was like, but my story was, if you invest in me, mm -hmm. I know I can do the job. I've done it. I've done things before that I haven't had any knowledge in, but I've got skill sets. Mm -hmm. I've got a, I've got a drive that will, that you'll see will produce results, right? I think also here coming to this job, right? I wasn't chief diversity officer, but I had so many things that added to my plate and my brand and who I was that mm -hmm. I, I was like, of course I can do this job, right? Of course I can come and I'm passionate about it. I've got experience in it and I, and I got hired for it. So mm -hmm. a lot of different nuggets to take, you know, I'm an example of someone and I, and I, and I wake myself up every day, very blessed in feeling like it's possible. You can do it mm -hmm. and you can go on and be successful as you were before you decided to take some time off for whatever reason. Yeah. Oh, well, I love what you're saying. And I was actually part of my, the, my last question was, do you retain your relauncher identity? Do you still like think about that? And I'm hearing you say loud and clear, Yes, you know, it's part of my story. And here you are um, with me interviewing you about your relaunch and really being out there all these years later um, with that, you know, still a, a, a big piece of what the career path looked like. You know, I've been going around, I've been doing these fireside chats here and people want to get to know you and who you are, you know, and my fun fact is like, I took 11 years off. Like, like that's what I talk about. That's what I'm proud. I took 11 years off. And look where I am right now, yeah. right? And it, it's it's just a testament to who I am as a person. It has made me who I am and given me so many qualities and values and understanding that I probably would not have had, right? If I hadn't taken that time off. Um, so yeah, it, it's definitely a part of who I, listen, when you called me and said, you know what, I do this, you know, this podcast, I was like, of course, I love to hear about this stuff. <laughs> I was, I was, and another thing I just wanted to add, you know, yeah. I've gone and I've been speaking to, you know, individuals here and employees here at FanDuel. And someone said to me in one of our sessions, like, you know, I know people who've been out of the workforce who are trying to give, I was like, that's my story. <laughs> that's, that's diversity of thought. That's diversity of experience. That's what we're yeah. also looking for too, right? When we yeah. consider diversity. So that's something, and I'm like, that's me. That's my identity story, right? That's a part of me who makes who I am as a person. So, and I'm proud of it. Proud mm -hmm. of it. Mm -hmm. Well, Kita, thank you for talking to us about your entire career paths, for being such a role model for relaunchers about what that career path looks like post relaunch years out and in the senior role. Congratulations. Uh, we're so excited for you in, in this new role. And thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. To our listeners, thanks for listening to 321i Relaunch, the podcast where we discuss return to work strategies, advice, and success stories. 
I'm Carol Fishman Cohen, the CEO and co-founder of iRelaunch and your host. And once again, I want to remind our listeners who are actively relaunching to make sure to register and upload your resume to our iRelaunch job board because that's where employers who are looking to hire relaunchers are regularly perusing to find candidates for their career reentry jobs and programs. Be sure to visit irelaunch.com to access our many return to work tools and resources and to sign up for our mailing list so you can receive our weekly return to work report featuring career reentry jobs and programs. Thanks for joining us.